Mikey. Hey, Jammer. What's up, man? How are you doing? Dude, I am ecstatic. Man, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fantastic, man. I'm ready to uh, try and see if we can get a good podcast going, you know? You know, I mean, dude, first of all, well, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining uh, my GBF with Mikey Sparkles. I am, of course, Mikey Sparkles. Um, and I have back in the studio, Mr. Chandler Easley. Um, we actually had a really good podcast prior to this one. Um, I think what we recorded this back when we had that freeze, right? Yes. And, and we had like a two and a half hour podcast of talking nothing but wrestling and life. And we kept having like, uh, technical difficulties. We kept having, they kept like cutting in and out. The the reception was bad or something, but that's okay. That happens. We'll do it a second time because this is a great podcast. You guys should be tuning into every episode that he uh, puts out there because uh, the word's starting to get around. You know, I'm 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 gonna start telling the boys about this podcast. They need to tune in and listen. Yeah, dude, do it, do it. I mean, you know, I mean, tell the boys, tell the girls, tell everybody who wants to listen. That's right. Um, this is a platform where you know, if we're not already friends, we're gonna leave better friends. If you're new to here, then you're gonna leave with with a new best friend. That's right. I left. I left the last podcast interview feeling like I had a new best friend in the business. I mean, oh, absolutely. I it was such an incredible conversation, but there's no reason that we can't have a second incredible conversation, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, so <clears throat> just a little recap. Um, me and Chandler kind of had a you know podcast episode back when you know Texas had that really bad freeze, um, which was that was almost what that was last year, right? Was it really? I'm pretty sure it was last year. Like. No, I'm almost I'm almost certain. Like may, maybe, maybe I. You know what? Honestly, I feel like at this point we've known each other like for yeah. It's been, it's been about a year. I, I'm pretty wow. sure, or at least like like seven months or something. Like it's it's been a minute. Yeah, I don't know if it's been a full year. It's probably been seven, eight, maybe nine months. Because yeah, yeah, about about because you were still because. You weren't back in you, you. You know, you were hurt. You were you still had your 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 injury, and you were taking time to start your supplement company. That's which, right. by the way, congratulations! Oh, thank you so much, Mikey. I'm telling you what, all all the famous wrestlers are starting to use it, man. They're they're popping up on social media posting about it, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah, dude. You know what? Actually, uh, um, I just met her recently. Uh, the Pink Dream. Yeah. Um, Al uh, Gracia. I saw her uh, take a picture with your supplement, man, and it's so funny because that, like I said, part of that podcast was about you know, you know, about you were actually in the middle of like doing a launch and you know, really starting to, um, you know, kind of just. It's like I got an inside scoop. It's like it's like yeah. watching it, you know, it's like oh, this is gonna happen, and then watching it happen and see it take off. It's, I mean, first of all, I'm super proud of you. Thank like, you. It, I love like people don't understand. I almost get a high when I see friends or people that I've met or or just you know people that I admire like saying they're gonna do something or start a new goal or or just you know whatever just you know improve themselves. Right. And when it actually happens, I'm just like, oh my god! I get I just get I don't know. Like a lot of people, I feel like you know my circle we're, we're kind of like that. Like anytime someone of us is like doing better or like starting some kind of new journey or 
you know, just something. We're all just like super happy. Like, oh, it's like we all kind of did it together, yeah. you know? Absolutely, um, man. But super excited for that. Uh, I'm really happy that it's getting the buzz that it deserves. Hey, absolutely, man. I, I really appreciate that. And uh, I'm just, you know, I remember telling you on the last uh, podcast that we recorded that I knew that this that this supplement was going to do really well because I, I put a lot of thought and passion into it and to see it on store shelves um, and to, you know, obviously see all of um, our fellow wrestlers uh, using it before their matches and before they work out is just uh it's pretty awesome, man, and it's uh, it's just cool to know that I can help so many people out with a great supplement product, you know? Yeah, dude, it, it's awesome, especially because, you know, um, <clears throat> when we last talked, you you know, your biggest concern, or especially, you know, one of mine was, um, you know, I kind of have, like, a little bit of a, like, heart murmur, you know, a mm. little whatever. Um, so, I, you know, I've never really taken supplements because I'm like, oh, you know, I, I can't, you know, my ticker just can't take it. I'm like, look there's so much added stuff and just chemicals that were just not needed. And it's yeah. nice that you found a way, like, you know what, honestly, I researched this. I, you know, I kind of broke it down to, you know, it's, it's natural state and figured out that I, we don't need all this extra chemical crap in here. Right. Yeah, you man. Supplements, um, will definitely help. Um, they're, they're not a necessity, uh, but they will help you, uh, in your gym progress. But, um, it is always best to, um, consult your doctor, especially if you've had past, you know, like you said, heart murmur or other medical conditions. Uh, it's always good to consult your doctor about any, uh, it even says that on the back of every supplement bottle, uh, consult your doctor or physician before you start taking a supplement. Right. So, exactly. Uh, j just so that you know, cause, um, you know, it, it's good to, uh, um, you know, sorry, I hear some noise. Oh yeah, hold on. Oh sorry. Hold on one second. My husband just You're got good. Out. I just need a towel. Oh, here we go. That's why I was beating on the door. Here you go. Oh. There you go. Sorry, I'm in the middle of podcast, babe. Love you. <clears throat> sorry, he just he rides a motorcycle and he literally just uh got in. So it was like oh, soaking okay. wet and, and I was like, Oh, my bad. Oh, uh, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh but anywho. Um, but yeah, like I said, it, it's really great that, you know, it's it's more of like a natural one. Um, doesn't have all yeah. the extra chemicals in there and you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm still just like, not that I'm in shock, but it's just like, it's still just like, it's awesome that it's like become a realization. You know what I'm saying? Yes, man. And I really appreciate that. And, uh, it's just, it's the greatest feeling when, you know, somebody goes to the store and they buy your product and then, you know, I get tons of Facebook messages from people who bought it at the store because, as I said on the last podcast, I'm very open about me being the owner of the company um, because I am proud of, you know, the first product that we put out there and I'm not hiding anything. And um, so uh, I get a lot of Facebook messages from people talking about how much they love the product. And it just I can't describe the feeling, man. It's uh, it's unbelievable that, you know, I, I never would have thought that I would have my own product on a store shelf that people, uh, would purchase and enjoy. And it's, uh, it's a great feeling, man. So if, uh, before we get this, uh, podcast going, talking about wrestling, because I know a lot of people want to hear about that, mm -hmm. um, they can go to, uh, eapsport.com and use the code EAP, all caps, uh, 20 and that'll get them 20% off and free shipping. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yep. Absolutely.
Awesome. Well, listeners, I mean, there you go. I mean, you know, there's a gift. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> they, you know what? You get discounts when you tune into the Mikey Sparkles podcast. Dude, hey, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to. You know what? And 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 another little uh, achievement we made. We made our first ten dollars in cash from nice. the podcast. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's nothing, but to me. It, it means a lot. It means that people are listening. People are, you know, taking the time to come here. And, um, you know, it's really cool because now I'm starting to um, be able to interview bigger names, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, I, and I think that's great, man. And I, and you know what? Uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, like when we're in the locker room backstage and I ask, oh, like, you know, how long is your drive? And if they say they have super long drive, they're like, oh, it's okay because I'm listening to so-and-so's podcast mm -hmm. so the mikey sparkles podcast is another podcast on there that people can listen to get great value out of you know especially for you wrestling fans or people in the business you know um i know you said that we you know you talk about you know more than just wrestling on here but um you know yeah i think i think you're doing great man i appreciate it chandler it means a lot um so <clears throat> uh i see that somebody is back in the ring <laughs> I am back in the ring. Where did you see that at? Oh, dude, dude. I so, I mean, you know, I'm totally a fangirl. Um, I believe <laughs> you had your first match back against Charlie Haas, I'm pretty sure. I had my first match back against Charlie Haas for the SWE Championship. Wow, man. So how, first of all, like, how does it feel to be back? Uh, it feels incredible. Uh, wrestling is my true passion. And, um, you know, sometimes you don't um, realize that until you uh, take a little break. Um, and uh, I always knew wrestling was my passion. But, you know, when COVID got everything locked down, we were all kind of forced to be out of the business. And everything mm -hmm. is just now everything's just now picking back up, really. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I'm mainly I'm back now because this is the time that everybody is coming back you know mm -hmm. to, to wrestling and so uh it feels incredible man i i again i love wrestling and um i love swe the promotion that um uh one of the promotions that i wrestle for and uh it was just an incredible feeling i mean you know i don't know how much time we have but i could sit here and talk forever about just my ex uh experience that day because that was my first time competing for a championship wow yeah it was my first title match uh, it was for the swe championship and it was against a uh, wwe legend mm -hmm. in uh, charlie haas and um the match was great i can't wait for it to come out on tv it was comes on the channel cw it was uh, nationally televised and um so uh people are going to get to see it if they tune in to the cw um saturdays at 10 um not sure exactly which episode uh, my title match is going to be on, but, uh, you know, uh, people should tune in because they're going to enjoy it. It was a great match. Um, ben, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Ben, he's one of my best friends. Uh, he is a referee. He was the ref for that match. Just all in all, it was a great match, man. It feels great to be back. And, um, you know, I love, I love my wrestling family, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all – we're all family, right, Mikey? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, anybody that says any different, I'm like, bro, you're in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're, all, uh, we're all in it together. It's a team effort. And, um, 
you know, it's, um, I don't know, there's something about it uh, that you really can't, you know, people outside of the business, I don't feel can really get a full grasp of what we mean by that. But uh, wrestling truly is a uh, family atmosphere, you know, we're, um, we're all in it together. We're all trying to put on the best shows possible and um, be supportive of one another. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know what? I, everyone to me, <clears throat> um, you know, they're brothers and sisters. You know, sometimes we may disagree. Sometimes we're like, yeah. ah, whatever. But, you know, anything that I've noticed, because um, right now I'm in, I'm, in the, um, I'm in a group chat with the PWF Federation, which mm-hmm. has just been taken off since COVID. Like, I mean, really? One of the, oh, yeah, dude. They're, so they're, they're, uh, they actually uh, rent out what's called the Houston Premier Arena. And they run out till about, I mean, I want to say there's at least maybe 11 or 12, maybe 15 different promotions that run out of this one building. Wow. And they started during lockdown. And, uh, you know, of course, it's called the Houston Premier Arena. That's what the arena is called. But PWF is the federation that, that kind of started the whole thing. Hmm. Um, and you know, as you know, I'm co-promoter, co-owner of Fearless Wrestling. Yeah. Um, so we we kind of, you know, we would book shows with them. We'd rent out their arena and we, you know, we'd book shows. And, you know, to, to watch them go from just, you know, trying to open during a pandemic to, you know, kind of almost being like a safe haven for up and coming different promotions or from promotions that, you know, were running out of bars or running out of different areas that were closed down to them. You know the Houston Premier Arena be kind of you know kind of became a saving grace. Yeah. Um, but I say that to say uh, they just had uh, a show on Saturday, which was called uh, PWF Presents Anarchy, and I was in the crowd. I was there supporting uh, felt you know my my best friend, my other yeah. half of Fearless. Uh, he had a match, and mm. you know it was just to be there and just to feel the brotherhood. You yeah, know what I'm saying? you know, just everybody supporting each other, like just it, it's something, it's something you can't recreate. I, I'll definitely say it. it's it. You can't just. It's a feeling, and and I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. Like you just can't, you just can't create out of thin air. It just, yeah, it, it can't be recreated. You know what I'm saying? That's how real and raw it is. Um, but it, it's yeah. really awesome to kind of see that they're giving, you know, they're able to give these other promotions during the pandemic, you know, a, a chance to shine. Yeah. And, and wrestling is, uh, man, it's just special. You know, if, if, if we didn't love it, if it wasn't in our blood, if, if we didn't consider it special, none of us would do it, you know? And, um, and so, uh, I'm, I'm very blessed to, uh, be a part of it. And, you know, uh, speaking of Southern Texas, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, I, I need to come work fearless wrestling sometime. Dude, Uh, uh, we, I mean, it's a little short notice. Um, I think we pretty much got this card booked, but we actually are are heading in a new direction. We're trying to make um, so the other my other my partner uh, uh, Tyler, uh, whenever his dad passed away, he, yeah. he you know they had a family ranch, and you know his other brothers and stuff. We've been getting together like, hey y'all, let's you know because Fearless really doesn't have a home just yet. We've been kind of like you know going to Houston, putting on shows. Just we haven't really found like a, a, a actual home yet. Um, so we're just like, Hey, we need to find somewhere where we can kind of lay some, you know, lay some groundwork and just kind of stick somewhere where, you know, people kind of know like, Oh, Hey, this is where fearless is. And we love the Houston premier arena. It'll always be home to us, but 
I feel like because we're a newer promotion, we get kind of buried under the bigger promotions that run there all the time. Yeah. So we're kind of just like, ah, you know, you know, because we have to compete with PWF. We have to compete with local wrestling. We have to compete with, um, uh, oh gosh, uh, uh, law, uh, live action wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I believe um, uh, Kevin Sullivan, that's, that's his wrestling promotion that he just started. So we just have, you know, we just have a lot of competition and we're just like, man, we got to, you know, go somewhere where, you know, that's our own. So we decided to, you know, let's, you know, let's put this first show on, which is going to be July 30th uh, in Hampshire, Finette, Texas. Um, so we're going to try it. We're going to see if we can kind of make this ranch our home. And, and I feel like what goes better together? Wrestling on a ranch. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty Southern, first of all. <laughs> well, hey, you know, there's there's so there's so much wrestling down in southern texas it's it's oh yeah insane i i have to get i've never wrestled in southern texas really never i've never been booked yeah i mean i i I do believe once uh so we have one july 30th i'm pretty sure we're booking for august too i'm not sure what the date is in august but i mean if you're we're more i mean we're more than happy to have you man i mean you always gotta got a place here on the card as far as fearless goes Man, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I got it. I got it because, man, I when I'm when I'm checking my uh, Facebook, I'm always seeing uh, so much wrestling action going on in Southern Texas and a lot of a lot of talent. Man, just uh, I saw I I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw one of your videos. Did you wrestle recently? Uh, I wrestled. My last match was maybe like three weeks ago. I want to say about, about about three weeks ago. Yeah. Man, I saw you go out there. I think you have one of the best entrances uh, in wrestling, and the people just love it. And I was like, I was, I was, I was cheering in my, in my. I was sitting on the recliner chair. I was like, man, this is great because you, you had told me about this great entrance you had, and uh, it lives up to the hype. Well, I, I appreciate that. Was it the one where I did the complete split? Yes, that is okay. impressive. I could not do that. Thank you. Uh, I get that a lot. A lot of people are like, man, like, you know, for a bigger guy, you, I mean, you can really go away. I was like, hey, man, look, I've not always been big. I took gymnastics when I was younger and something my that stuck with me for years. I always do my stretches. That is why I'm able to be as limber as I am now. And, you know, it's just another way to kind of just get the day going. How does that make you – so you, you stretch a lot. How I does mean, – how does that make you uh, feel? Like, do you just feel like way better? Because I did you wrestle, you know, before you got into this whole stretching uh, routine? Like, have you always just stretched a lot, or is it just like a recent thing? So I, I really, I started, I started really stretching um, right, right when I came back to wrestling. So that was back in two thousand and. Late 2017, early 2018. Because, um, you know, I was getting some more bookings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were wrestling a little bit more. And, you know, I'd, I'd come back from that from that almost a year and a half, almost two years off from that broken ankle injury. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was just like, man, I'm just not as, you know, limber as I, you know, I, I could feel the ring, you know, ring rest is a real thing. And I was like, man, I'm just not, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm just not as flexible and limber and, you know, I, I can do super kicks and stretch it, you know, splits. And I was like, man, my, and my split for me, it was always easy. I didn't have any problems going all the way down. Then I was going all the way back up. 
And when I noticed it started getting harder to do my splits, and I'm like, that's like, that's like 50% of my character, right? I mean, not 50% of my character, but like, it's just a big part. People are like, oh, oh, wait for it. People want the split. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they want the, you know, they want the gold. So I was like, man, it's getting kind of harder to do this. So yeah. my friend, um, her and her sister are both personal trainers. And her sister had, had really started getting to yoga. I mean, to the point to where, you know, she was like, you know, getting like booked for like photo shoots and doing all this stuff for, for wow. yoga. And I kind of watched her transition and she said it just started with stretching. So she went from being able to do kind of a split to a full split to like now, I mean, now this chick can just like, I mean, just bend like a pretzel. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Okay. I did myself a challenge. I was like, okay, every day, doesn't matter if I'm going to go work out or do anything, if I'm going to work, whatever, I'm going to stretch. Yeah, that that's great, man, because, uh, you know, when I started stretching, because I'm a bigger, you know, more like a bodybuilder type guy, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, you know, I wasn't really focused on my stretching when I first started wrestling, and then when I started to stretch before every workout mm-hmm. and uh, really focus on my stretching and becoming more limber, I feel like I can do anything in the ring, like, you know? Oh, yeah, dude. It, it, I mean, it changed my life, dude. I uh, started stretching, and then... Um, you know, uh, I would say like right late last year, I got into a really bad depression. Uh, and then this year, you know, I told myself, I was like, I, I, you know, I told myself in two more years, two more years, I was really just going to buckle down, make more time for wrestling, take as many bookings as I can get and really just put myself out there more. Um, mm. you know, I was like, and I, I was like, I, this is my goal. So I set that goal up, you know, it's, I'm still, you know, really applying for that goal, but between December and now I've lost 45 pounds. Wow. So I'm, you know, I'm just like, man, I, if I could do that, imagine like, yeah. look how, look, you know, every time I step in the ring, I'm getting better. I'm like, imagine if like, you know, I kind of tell myself like, Michael, you know, you, there's a few missteps on that match. But you did good. Right. Now, you know, it, it, you, you constantly have to improve yourself. So I was sure. like, okay, you know, we're, you know, so that's my goal. My goal is to constantly improve myself. And, and, and I told myself, I think I need to start with myself. I need to lose some weight, get my cardio back up, and I need to get my ass on some more bookings. Man. So that's, well, that's what I'm focusing on. Well, that's great, man. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you for, you know, uh, turning a, a, a negative situation around and, you know, taking control. That's awesome. Oh yeah, dude. Um, you know, it's just you know wrestling. I mean, it. it I, I would say it really saves my life. It, it's therapy for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's it, great. I, which I think it's like that for a lot of guys. Sure. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like our our therapy. It's our, you know, it's our one constant, if you will. Sure. Absolutely. You know? Um. So when are, are are you? What other have you wrestled for any other promotions since you since you've been back, or just? So I am wrestling for NCWO, which is based out of Oklahoma. Um, They're a new organization. They've had a few shows and the few shows that they've had have been phenomenal. Um, You know, the, some of the girls on the card, I think is Danny B. uh, Mighty Myra is coming in from California. Um, We've got, I'm trying to remember. um, I'm wrestling Luke Savage. Um, and, uh, coyote, 
uh joe coyote joe is gonna be on that show um man just trying to think of who else was on because i was looking at the card yesterday but uh i'm doing ncwo they're a great organization the um the the uh the organization's run very well by uh richard and then i am going to uh wrestle for king of sport wrestling um in paris texas um in august and uh, they're a great organization as well uh so i'm really looking forward to that and um other than that um no i've, I've been looking into doing some uh, taking some bookings in florida mm-hmm. um and some other states so i'm going to be traveling a little bit um and so yeah it's just uh just an exciting time you know it, it feels amazing to just be back you know um and just be um back in the wrestling community and um you know because i know pretty much uh everybody in in this area um i know a lot of people and they you know they kind of become like your family members over time so um you know it's 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 great to be back and it's great to be back on the mikey sparkles podcast i'm telling you this is great <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's always it's always a fun time here, man. But uh, but that's awesome, dude. I'm I'm happy that you get more bookings. And like I said, again, I mean, dude, come to Southeast Texas. You know, just I mean, you know, Houston, um, you know, San Antonio's, uh, you know, on fire. Uh, Austin's good. Um, there's just there's just it's like I, there's like five promotions. There's just so many promotions to go to. Like there are with anyone. You know, there's there's just so. And it, it's like, and it's like I, I've noticed like here recently like in the past like like three months, yeah. like I mean, you know, I'll, I'll see a friend, and the next thing I know, that friend's got like like five bookings out of out of state, and I'm like, bro, dude, I'm so excited for you, I'm yeah. so happy for you. Um, so let me ask you this: so do you ever get, and and, and like I said, you know, this is something I kind of had a, um, I did a podcast episode with a uh, with another uh, wrestler, and. You know, he was kind of telling me like, oh, you know, sometimes I get a little discouraged um, mm. when I don't get as many bookings as other people, even mm. though we start at the same time, even though we're doing the same things, even though I feel like I'm, you know, my gimmick may be better or, you know, something, I, you know, I have something maybe a little bit more elevated skill than this person has, but yet they're getting more bookings. Right. Um, and I, I didn't really know how to like, I kind of just told him, like, hey, man, first of all, Everybody's different. You can't compare yourself to other people. Just use that as motivation. Because mm. um, you, you don't know what the circumstances are. You don't, I mean, you know what I'm saying? He may just have a look that maybe is appeasing, but you, you can't just compare yourself to other wrestlers because then you'll get to a point to where you are now where you're like questioning yourself, questioning your skill set. Um, so do you, do, you, do you ever, you know, have you ever like dealt with anything like that? Well, you know what? Um, I think we all go through a little period of time where, you know, because you love the business so much and, and you want to you want to to take as many bookings as possible. But sometimes you're not getting booked as much. But, you know, the thing is um, in wrestling and, and you probably know this as somebody who uh, is a co-promoter of a show, mm-hmm. um, it, it's not it's it's not about, well, you know, he's a great talent. So we're going to bring him in. There's a lot of logistics that goes into stuff. Um, you know, it, it's not always, um, you know, it's because I, I guess what you're asking is like, it, have I ever gotten like into like a, de- 
not a depression, but have I ever been like just in a slump of just not getting bookings and kind of being down about it? Yeah. Just, well, just kind of like, ah, oh, man, like, I, like, you know, um, I'll, I, you know, and I'll even use me for example. So, um, a buddy of mine got booked on a show that I've worked previously. Yeah. Um, but they were like, you know, they were, I noticed they were booking him more and not because normally they'd reach out to me. They'd be like, oh, hey, Mikey, your friend. I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And they started reaching out to, you know, my, a buddy of mine more. And I was like, well, you know, I was like, hey, the, you know, something happened and I do something like, you know, and I knew, it, you know, me, I knew I, nothing had, I had not done nothing wrong, nothing happened or whatever. I was, you know, I was just like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder why not me? Like, what is it? What is it that I'm missing? Maybe. Yeah. Well, I think that that, you know what, man, um, I, I would be lying if I said that I've never had that happen where I'm just mm. like not getting as many booking as I want. And I wonder to mm. myself, like, well, like, is there something wrong? Am I not doing something right? Um, the, but you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, faithful person. So I, I believe that, you know, everything in life, um, happens for a reason. And, mm. you know, your, your, your story is not the same, um, as everybody. And, and it, and it shouldn't because, um, you know, everybody's story in the wrestling business is different, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, some people um, achieve all their goals and dreams, you know, a year into their career. And some people it takes a really long time. And then some people it takes somewhere in between. I mean, everybody's story is different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I would you, you always have to look at, you know, you do have to look at am I doing enough to get booked on these shows? You know, am I? Um, am I, you know, doing everything I can to be better? Am I, you know, um, am I, you know, training enough? Am I, you know, whatever. But, uh, I think at the end of the day, um, honestly, I have been in that situation before, but you know, um, that's natural because you, you want to take as many bookings as you can. Like you want mm-hmm. to go and, and do a lot of shows, mm-hmm. um, because you're passionate about it. You love it, but, um, it's not. I mean, it's not always in your control, right? So you can't really worry about what you can't control. Um, you know what I mean? And um, everything happens for a reason, you know? So, um, you know, maybe you just weren't meant to be at that promotion, but you're meant to be somewhere else. Um, yeah. And that's okay, right? Uh, because everybody's, you know, everybody's story is different. There's shows that I do get booked on. There's shows I don't get booked on. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I don't get booked on some shows because I don't, I don't, I don't worry about it because, you know, um, I know that I am where I'm supposed to be at, you know what I mean? And I know that I am the, the shows that I will work are shows that I'm meant to be at, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I don't know if that answers the question really well, but no, no, it does. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, sometimes you gotta just kind of like step out of faith, like, Hey man, just keep, you know, and and I tell, I tell it to myself too, because sometimes and I, I think it's because I'm such a, I'm such like a people person and I'm such like a, you know, um, I, I just, I kind of have this like weird thing where I, I and I know it's kind of like, like weird, but it's like, I need everybody to like, like me. And when they don't mm-hmm. like me, I'm just like, okay, how could you not like me though? Like, I'm going to make you laugh and you're going to like me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, um, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I mean, all you can do is just, you know, be the best you can be towards people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if if they're not accepting of of you or they don't want to be your friend or whatever the case is, then most of the time that doesn't have anything to do with you. It has to do with something else that is going on in that person's life. And, um, you know, at the same time, it's, you know, all you can do is is be the best version of yourself. And, um, you know, you'll you'll be put with the right people in life you know what i mean that are that are meant to be in your life exactly exactly um so uh other than the last time we talked what else is what else has changed well man you know what um i had new uh entrance i had i had new gear Mm-hmm. at uh the last uh, the swe uh, tv taping uh-huh. uh which was uh phenomenal um i really because i did like a uh, i i used to wear that sweater vest right yeah uh-huh. and uh everybody knows me for that and but like when i would get to the ring it'd be kind of hot i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you know yeah. with that sweater on oh, and yeah, it was kind of difficult to take off in the ring so uh now i do come out with my sweater but i you know, I throw it around my shoulders and I tie it in the front. There you go. Okay. Come on, classy. <laughs> hey, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So uh I was really excited about that for some reason. Just I mean, you Mikey, you know the feeling. Like if you're coming out like with anything new, like if your ring gear is new or you just feel like rejuvenated. I don't know. It's like a new feeling, you know, like you're in a new phase of life, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, I, I know that feeling. Um I, so I played like maybe like a few months ago, I played around with, with some new interest music and I tried it out and I was like, okay. I was like, you know, I kind of, kind of was like liking it. And then like, I don't know, like, and, and sometimes it's, you know, I was like, well, if it ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And the dude, no. um, the next, the next day I had the same uh, booking at the same, at the same location. And the the music I actually played my old music and like uh-huh. people just like pop because they knew they knew like oh that's that's Sparkles' music I'm like that's Mikey Sparkles and yeah. so I kind of just came out and it just kind of it kind of just came out natural I'm like well okay I was like I think we're just gonna keep the old interest music because you know whatever but yeah. I did get new gear for that show and like I did notice um, a fan came up to me after the fact and they were like Mr. Sparkles I was like hey what's up man and uh, he was like look man so some advice so I was like oh god. Like and mind you, this is like maybe like a twelve year old or whatever. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh god, it's about to be real honest. My feelings may be hurt and crushed by this twelve year old. I was like, go for it. I was like, what's up? He's like, he's like, keep. He's like, I was here last yesterday. I don't like the new music. I like this music, and I love your new gear. And I was just like, okay, confirmation. Got it. <laughs> Mikey, can I tell you something, man? I love your your shirt that says, "I don't sweat, I sparkle." <laughs> I totally have to get one of those, dude. I because I'm not gonna lie, man. I was at a I was at like a family get together thing this past weekend, and wow. I I had seen your shirt, and I and I I said that, uh, like at the table, I was like, because they were asking me, "Are oh, you gonna go work out?" Like, you know, oh, it's hot. You're gonna get all sweaty, and I said, "I don't sweat. I sparkle." And they laughed so hard, man. I got, I got to get one of those shirts, man. Dude, I got you. I got you. Absolutely. I, is that like an original, like, like your, your deal? Like, is that, did you say that in a promo or something or? So this, so, okay. So I was, um, I was actually working out, 
oh god this this is maybe like uh, a few years ago i was yeah. working out with, with my friend and she was kicking my ass because uh, you know i'll be honest <laughs> look y'all i'm big boy my cardio is not the best it's not the best sometimes i'm like you know like we're going i'm like ooh, i'm like ooh. especially when i go against like you know these, i've been wrestling these lucha guys lately and my god they are so much fun to wrestle but i am just like 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 eight minutes in i'm like all right, all right. I put them in the headlock. I'm like, hey, hey, man, look. Okay, we're gonna slow this down just a, just a little bit. Okay, we're gonna yeah. slow it down. Okay, Daddy's tired. Daddy's, you know, I'm, I'm I'm 30 now, man. I'm not as young as I used to be. You know, I I, I discovered how good them Popeyes chicken sandwiches are. And look, cardio is not that good. Yeah. Cardio is not that good. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna slow it down, buddy. And they're like, all right, cool. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna let you go. Don't do no flippy shit, bro. Okay, calm down. It's okay. We're going to get there. Um, but no, I was working out with my friend, and she was just like, I mean, pushing me. And she was like, no, Mike, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. And she she kept throwing that, you know, that thing, you know, that thing like, oh, you know, we, you know, what are your goals? What are your goals? She said, say your goals out loud as you're working out when you feel like you're about to, like, just, you know, you're like, oh, I'm tired. I can't go. I was wow. like, cool. I was like, I was like, I will be a professional wrestler. I will be a professional wrestler. And so, you know, I just kept saying that, kept saying that. And then, you know, we finally just got done and I was just drenched with it. I was like, man. And I was just breathing so hard. And she was like, you okay? She's like, you're really sweaty. I was like, nah, bitch. I don't sweat. I sparkle. Oh, my God. And she's just like, she's like, oh, she's like, dude, you need to put that on a fucking shirt and sell it. I was like, I was like, you know what? Yeah. When I get back into the ring and I start like, you know, doing merchandising, (laughs) I think I'm going to put it on a shirt and I'm going to put it on a fan. I'm gonna sell it for a hell of a lot of money, and that's what nice. I did. Yeah, dude, I, I made a, I made maybe like twenty five of those of those. Uh, I don't sweat, I sparkle, dude. They sold out, and it's, it's just, a great it's a great shirt, man. I got I'm gonna get one of those. I'm telling you, when I come down there, I'm I'm getting one. Dude, I got you. I, I got <laughs> you. I got um I got pink, purple, red, and gold, of course. Oh, so you got a lot of colors. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, the people look. The people ask. They're like, "Hey, um, I'm hoping I got a t-shirt girl. Actually, um, she's been just kind of doing some stuff, but she's she's phenomenal, dude. She can. I mean, she's she's really the reason like those shirts even exist. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, they yeah they they will be coming back at some point. Uh, the fans, people love the fan. I've been trying to get those going, but man, they are just they're a little expensive to make as far as the fans goes. Um, right. But I mean, the people want it. I will figure out a way to get it to them. Uh, but yeah, that that's the story of it. Yeah, I was literally working out so hard, and you know, I was just like, my friend was like, "Oh, you're so sweaty." I was like, "Nah, bitch, I don't sweat. I sparkle." And, and ever and since then, yes. And you have a you have a uh, like a a fan that you bring yeah. out to the ring. Yes, sir. And it says B I T C H by. Yes. <laughs> Did you customize that? So actually, that um, I work. Um, I have like a mock-up with the uh, the company. It's actually called Clack That Fan. They're actually like owned and operated by the by uh, members of the LGBTQ. Uh, mm. Plus, I there's so many other letters added now. Um, community, but yeah, they make like all these like iconic fans, and you can custom make them. Um, you know, wow. to make them say whatever you want to say. So yeah, I actually got that one custom made uh, because at one show, um, I hit the stunner and I said, bye, bitch. Oh. And 
like man. a bunch of people that were in the front row heard it and they were like, oh, like, bye, yeah, bye, bitch. They were, and they were like, we're going to name it the Bob Bitch Stunner. I was like, bet. <laughs> and so the very next show, I had, a, I, had a, I had it on my fan page. And people were like, oh my God, I was like, can I buy that fan? I was like, you absolutely can. It's $30. Let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that you is. sell these fans too? Dude, I, I, I've, so I can't keep them in stock. Um, I've, I've, wow. Dude, it's hard to keep them in stock because one, it takes it takes like each fan costs like some money to make and I and I have to sell it for a certain price in order to make the money back. Um and me, I'm just like sometimes I'll be like, man, I'll just I'll just give a few away. You know, I'm just like, man, fuck it, whatever. Like it, it's free advertising as far as I can as far as I say. Um but yeah, dude, I, I have the fans, I have the shirts. I just it's just hard to keep them stock because like every time I turn around somebody's like, Oh, can I have one? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like it's it's ridiculous. But please wow, so be patient. Whole merchandise yeah, stand going on, man. Dude, it's it's crazy, and I feel so bad. Like when I show up to shows and I'm like, hey, do you have any shirt? I'm like, I don't. I'm so sorry. Wow. I, I was like, but I do have a mailing list. Um, I only have like five more people to take care of, and and that's one thing I do. I do. I will. Re- if you want to request something for like a mailing list or anything like that, if you see me at a show, I will get your name, I will get your email, and I will send it to you within like a two to three week period. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. So out of I think it started at like 35 people. I'm down oh, okay. to my final five now. So, but yeah, dude, uh, what about you? Do you have any like merchandise that you sell at your shows? Man, I, I have never, I almost had t-shirts, but I've always just, I don't know. You know what? I've always been so focused on just the actual performing that, uh-huh. and I'm a heel everywhere I go. Um, so I've never, I, I have never like ventured out into like having t-shirts or anything. I almost had, a t-shirt or I actually almost had like two or three t-shirts, but, uh, I, I always just get so sidetracked in just the actual, um, performing, like going out there that I just, I don't know. I, I just don't, I just don't take the time to like, mm. you know, get t-shirts made or anything. And mm. I mean, now I guess I have my supplements, but, uh, you know, um, as far as t-shirts and stuff, no. Um, I mean, I've, I've been told a lot that like, oh man, you should have t-shirts cause I'd buy one. Um, but uh, you know, and that's cool. Cause, and that's another thing we talk about the wrestling community, uh, the wrestling, uh, family with all of us, uh, wrestlers, but the fans mm-hmm. are just as, uh, loyal to the business and they kind of have, they kind of have their own, uh, they're, they're, they're just so passionate, man. Like wrestling fans are more passionate than any fans in the world. Like, oh, yeah. uh, like if I came out with a shirt, like that's what people were telling me, they would buy a shirt just to support me because they like seeing me perform, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's another thing. Cause when I, um, when I was, uh, doing SWE, uh, I, I noticed that as well It's like, man, it just, every time I do a show, I'm always reminded of like how passionate the fans are, um, uh, the, the, the true fans, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, no, never had t-shirts that, that, that might come someday, but, uh, you know, for now, I'm just really focused on like the actual, you know, performing, going out there and putting on matches. But um, I'm I'm proud of you for having. I mean, it sounds like you got a whole merchandise stand going on, and you're yeah. really you're really you're a crowd favorite. You know, dude. I mean, hey, the people love me, um, and and Great. you know, they 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 give me, you know, they give me the love and support that I need to keep going. Um, yeah, and, you know. And I think as wrestlers, I you know, and, and to kind of segue into something else, 
um, as wrestlers and performers, especially on the indie scene, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I think a lot of us, you know, because we're, we're still having to work, uh, you know, a normal job, you know, every day to, you know, we have to work a real job and then wrestle on the weekends if we're lucky. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, I know, I know sometimes like, uh, you know, there'll be times I'm like, man, you know, I doubt myself. Or I'm just like, oh, I'm just no good. Or, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, who really cares about, you know, Mikey Sparkles? If he went away today, like, who would care? And then I'll, I'll go to a show where I'm not even, like, wrestling. I'm just there to kind of watch wrestling as a fan or just support. And then somebody will be like, Sparkles, like, are you wrestling tonight? Or what's your next <laughs> match? And I'm just like, I was like, thank you, sir. You don't know how much I needed that because I was this close, this close to, like, you know, maybe, like, hanging the boots up. But I'm like. Oh, know, really? Kinda, well, so so I would I would say maybe like December, you know, when I went through that really bad depression, I was just kind of like really done. I was like, man, you know, I'm not I'm not where I want to be in my wrestling career. I'm not getting bookings. Like the only bookings I am getting are like when I'm putting on shows as fearless. And I'm just oh. like, you know, I'm just like, well, like that's you know, to me, I'm like, I can't call myself a wrestler if I'm booking myself at my own show like that's kind of stupid um you know i was like i gotta make other people want me i was like how can i do this like how can i do it? and i got to a point where i was like you know what like yeah i can book myself my own promotion all day but like what does that say about me when like i can't get other people to like notice me like what can i do to get noticed i'm like i feel like i'm doing everything you know i was like everything's organic for me I- i'm not trying hard at my gimmick because i am my gimmick I don't have to try hard at it. So I'm like, that, that's getting over. I was like, let me improve on my wrestling. So I'd go to training, you know, three or four times a week. I'm like, okay, let's get better. Let's get better. Let's get better. And then I'm just like, cool, did that. Now what? Why am I still not getting booked? Why am I still only booking myself on my own promotion? Like, I'm like, you know, it's just, you know, and, and then a friend of mine was like, ah, oh, man, you know, sometimes in the promotion, you know, in the wrestling business, sometimes you got to kiss other people's asses. You know, if you book, uh, you know, because a lot of times we work, we book other uh, wrestlers that also have their own promotions or are kind of bookers at other promotions. So my friend was like, man, you know, hey, sometimes you got to kiss a little ass. You may have to be like kind of tit for tat. Like, hey, I booked you on my show last month. Is there any way on your next show you can, you know, uh, find some room for me and I'll bring my own opponent, whatever. You know, sometimes, you know, just you know, my friends trying to give me advice, like, oh, this is kind of what I had to do. And then I started just getting bookings organically. So I tried that out and it still wasn't happening for me. So I was like, man, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. I'm going to go to this wrestling show to support my friend. And then after that, like, I was like, I don't want to do wrestling anymore. I don't want to see wrestling anymore because I knew if I kept going to see it as a fan, it would just break my heart even more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I was just like, you know, I was like, dude, I'm done. I'm going to go here. I'm going to support you. But after this, I don't want anything else to do with wrestling. I'm done. And went there and a fan was wearing my shirt and came up to me because they were kind of doing a meet and greet before the show. And uh, he was like, hey, man, he's like, hey, Sparkles, you know, hey, are you wrestling? Time? I was like, no, I'm just, you know, I'm just here to support. I'll be in the audience, whatever. I was like, I'm a fan just like you. And he was like, oh, man, like, oh, man, he's like, you know, I saw your last match when you did that stunner, and, like, it was just amazing, like, you know, I've never, you know, it was just, like, that's, like, your signature, like, we love when you see them, and then, like, his whole family was there, and thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, But, sorry, that was my husband, he was dropping me something. Um, 
But, you know, I was just like, man, like, fuck, dude, I really needed to hear that. And then ever since then, I've kind of just had this little bit of a drive in me. I'm like, dude, you know, fuck it. You know, fuck your own dark, um, you know, uh, you know, just don't like get all those those dark negative thoughts out of there. You're going to do it if you really want to do it. It's not going to be easy. You can't make any more excuses. You have to just keep going. No more like. I'm going to give up or no more doing the whole like, oh, woe is me. Like, fuck all that. You know, you got to just, if you're going to do it, you're going to commit to it. You know, and I told myself these next two years, I'm really just going to hammer down, do nothing but wrestling and just really put myself out there. And, you know, like I said, that, that fan, that fan just really kind of, you know, re lit the fire in me that I needed. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, uh, Mikey, I mean, the fact that you're so over um, at this promotion that you're uh, running fearless uh-huh. says something like, like that means that you can get over in other places as well. So uh, I don't, I don't think it's a, um, I, I don't know. I'm all I'm saying is, you know, you are good, obviously, uh, because you. you know, not everybody gets over like, like that, uh, like to the point that you're telling me. So, uh, you just have to, you just have to, to keep going, you know, and you're putting in the work and you're getting over and you know, what more could you ask for? Yeah. Uh, I, I think that, uh, I think you are at the place that you need to be and that you're meant to be at, you know, right now. And who knows what the future holds, you know, Exactly. Uh, dude. I've heard so many stories, you know, it's funny you talk about that. I've heard so many stories of very successful wrestlers who have gone on to get signed by major wrestling companies. Mm-hmm that we're in the same situation that you just told me. Um, As a matter of fact, I know a lot of guys uh, from the indie scene Mm -hmm. that left the business and came back. And when they came back, I'm talking, they were probably gone for uh, years, Mm -hmm. like, you know, five, six years. And then they come back and they just explode. Just, I mean, they didn't even expect it. And then, uh, they got signed to a major wrestling company. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, don't, don't think that you're, you know, alone in, in, in that, because um, I've heard a lot of similar stories like that. And they came mm-hmm. back and uh, not that you took, you know, five years off, but I mean, imagine what you could do, you know? So um, you, you, we just don't know what the future holds, but we do know that, we're going to be where we are meant to be. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly, man. And I, and I appreciate you saying that. It, it, it really means a lot. Um, you know, like I said, just, you know, um, and, and on this podcast, we do, we do talk about, you know, mental illness and everything. Sometimes it, my depression just gets the best of me some days and I'm just like, Oh, here it comes. Um, I mean, that's important stuff though, man. It's important to get help. And even if it's just reading a book or, you know, maybe you go to church or maybe you go to therapy or, um, there's all sorts of ways to, um, to get, to get help and it, you know, your mental health affects every aspect of your life. You know, mm-hmm. it, um, I'm sure when you were not mentally healthy, it affected your relationship with your husband. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure it affected your workout routines. It affected your wrestling and, um, it, you know, it, it's just an all around. So, you know, mental health is something that, um, you know, is very important. I think people should work on that every day. Cause it's, you know, it's a work in progress. So. Oh yeah, dude. It's 
uh, mental health, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's one of those things that just never really goes away and you have to constantly exercise it. You have to right. constantly, um, you know, um, you have to, and, and some people, you know, may be good. They may be medicated. They may be going to therapy, whatever they're doing. And it's working just fine. But, you know, don't ever, I always, you know, I always say this to you, don't ever forget that it's there. Don't ever just pretend that it's not there. It's always there. It's gonna. It's just, you know, it's just like a, you know, a drug addict. That person's always going to be an addict, but they can't let the addiction, you know, run their life. Right. So, yeah, I mean, and you know what? Wrestling, uh, anything, really, working out, life, with it, maybe if you're not a wrestler and you're listening to this, just your work, mm -hmm. uh, becomes a lot more enjoyable when you're mentally healthy. And, um, you know, it, it is going to take work just like anything, right? You want to be a better wrestler. You got to go to practice. You want to be in better shape. You got to work out. You want to be mentally healthy. You got to, you got to work at it. Yep. Absolutely. And, and, um, you know, so, uh, yeah, I think it's very, I don't know if you, you know, read books or do anything like that, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, there, there's a lot of great books out there that really help people, um, to overcome, uh, depression and, um, you know, and, and just even just minor depression. I, I think that depression, you know, um, comes from, you know, just not, you know, addressing sad. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but uh, <laughs> I, I just it's very important. Let's just put it that way. There you go. Very important. Uh, but yeah, dude, yeah. Like I said, uh, you know, um, but yeah, like, like you said, it, it affects everything. It trickles down to everything else. It. it um, you know, if you kind of let let it in and kind of let it consume you, it will consume your entire life. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. next thing you know, you don't care about wrestling. Okay, cool. Next thing you know, you're not working out because, oh, wait, you don't care about wrestling. Now you're not working out. Now you're gaining unnecessary weight. Then it just trickles down, trickles down, and then you're just like, oh, crap. Now yeah, here it, I am. And it's crazy because, you know, that whole time that you were not passionate about wrestling, really, you were passionate about it. It was just that that uh, mental state you were in that, you know, made you view it differently. It, it, mm -hmm. it really in your heart, you know, you loved wrestling, but because of your mental health status, uh, it, you know, it, it, it affected it. So yeah, very important. Oh, yeah, dude. Stuff. Dude, it, so, and, and the best way I could say that during that dark time, it's like, I loved wrestling. Yeah. I just felt like, I just felt like wrestling didn't love me back. And I was like, and, and, um, I, I'll never forget. I was with my husband, and you know, he he's always like, "Oh, babe, you know, hey, you know," because he knows like when the weekend comes, I'm I'm gone. He's like, "Ah," oh, he's like, "You know, I'll see you on Sunday or whenever I see you," because um, normally like Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays, I'm I'm doing something wrestling related. I'm going to see a wrestling show. I'm going to be in a wrestling show, hopefully. Um, yeah. You know, just whatever, just doing something with wrestling. Um, and you know, during those times when I was like not doing anything, he was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And I was like, "Ah." Yeah, I'm just a little depressed. He's like, man. He's like, well, go. He's like, well, go wrestle. I was like, he's like, uh, I'm, I can't. He was like, well, why not? I was like, I don't think wrestling loves me. And he was like, what? And I was like, I love wrestling, but I just don't think it loves me back. And he was just like, wow. He's like, that's got to be like the, you know. And of course, at that point, I was like, you know, upset in tears. And he was like, baby, that's got to be the most heartbreaking thing I've ever heard you say because you love wrestling. And wrestling obviously loves you. He's like, he's like, how could wrestling not love you? Wrestling needs Mikey Sparkles, just like Mikey Sparkles needs wrestling. Mm. And I was just like, 
stop being so nice to me. Oh. You know, I, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm like, I just sat right now. Okay, can I? Where's the cookie dough ice cream? I don't. I don't oh. You know, and, I, and he was just like, man, get off your fucking ass. And he's like, you're driving me crazy. First of all, he's like, go do what you love. And he's like, oh. you know, he's like, just just fucking go. Just just do what you. Love. He's like, just. He's like, you love wrestling. Go. He's like, just be free. Go work out. Go do something. I'm like, okay, you're right. And then slowly but surely, I started getting. You know, more and more. I'm like, okay, I'll go to wrestling practice. Okay, once, once, you know, Monday. And I'm like, okay, I'll go back tomorrow. And then like, okay, I'll go back Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. What, you know, I'm not doing anything. Well, you know, I'll go. And then eventually, yeah. I just got myself back out of the depression. I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm back to me. Um, but yeah, dude, like you know, like I said, wrestling again is just it saved my life so many times. Like uh, back when I was 600 pounds, I was like, dude, I I want to be a wrestler one day. And yeah. I dropped, you know, I dropped that weight, you know, dropped all that weight. And, um, you know, it just, I, I've noticed wrestling has been there for me different stages of my life. And it's, it's kind of freaky when I kind of picture it, like when I say it out loud, I'm like, and I really think I'm like, oh, wrestling was here for my divorce. Wrestling was here for when I was overweight. Wrestling was here for my depression. You know, wrestling was here for, um, you know, when, when this family member died, wrestling was there because, um, you know, my aunt died uh, maybe like a few months ago. Um, and she always commented um, on my wrestling. She's like, oh, gosh. She's like, yeah. She's like, you go and blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, slay. Yes, whatever. Um, and she was like, nephew, I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm proud. Because wow. like, you always, as a little kid, you always had the wrestling action figures and everything. You talked about wrestling all the time. And you made everybody else in the house watch wrestling. Yeah. And it's like to see you do it was like amazing and i was like oh thanks auntie and you know just it's just like i said wrestling has been there for me for so many good times and bad times in my life that it's just i wouldn't know if i could not wrestle anymore i would honestly probably lose my fucking mind like i probably would but yeah anyway i'm sorry enough about me back no i think i hold on a second first of all (laughs) first of all uh i'm sorry to hear about your um family member passing away i know that's difficult thank you um gosh because you know my my granddad uh just passed away about a month or two ago oh dude i'm so sorry oh well you know what uh i I, i'm just but you know you talk about like you know this is this is personal but i'm you know i'm a open book um you know when he was alive uh we would always watch wrestling together and um you know, when I became a professional wrestler, he was, uh, just so, so thrilled about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, um, you know, he was in the hospital for about, uh, a year and a half, um, before he passed. And, uh, my family, um, you know, I, I didn't get to see him during that time because of COVID and everything was locked down. Um, but he would talk to, you know, some family members and, um, you know, they told me, um, at, at the funeral, um, you know, they told me, you know, your grandpa was so proud of you, um, for, you know, going and wrestling. They said he would always talk about you, uh, at the hospital to the nurses and everything. And, um, you know, they, he just, and this was like a week before I I knew I was going to wrestle for the SWE title. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they were just like, you know, your granddad was so proud of you. And, 
you know, he always talked about you all the time. Keep it up, you know, stay in wrestling because, um, you know, he was so proud and I got chills, you know, um, I I got emotional, but, um, but I, I say that to relate to, you know, your point of, you know, how, how your family members have, you know, always been supportive and it, and it, uh, you know, they're so proud of you for, for following your dreams and wrestling and, um, it, it does become, you know, that, th- that's the kind of stuff that makes it even more tied to you, you know, mm-hmm. like the, even more in your blood, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I, I just said that to kind of relate to your story, but yeah, dude, uh, well, first of all, I appreciate you, you know, sharing that, um, yeah. you know, um, I've noticed this, this podcast, um, you know, here, my last few guests, we, we've really kind of, um, you know, definitely brought up some you know some heavy stuff um but again that's why i you know wherever this podcast goes that's why i love it because not only do we get to talk about wrestling but you also get to get a personal side of of wrestlers outside of the ring some wrestlers come on and they're you know they play into their you know their gimmick or their you know their their kayfabe whatever yeah um for you mark bitches out there no i'm joking um (laughs) um but it, it's really nice. Um, I do get a lot of comments and stuff. They're like, oh, man, it's so nice to kind of get a backstory and kind of get some personal stories. Of yeah. Our favorite wrestlers. And it's, it, I was like, yeah, dude, it, it's, I was like, it's, it's a treat for me because, you know, it, I'm building a stronger friendship, if not new friendships with people and that I admire, or that I, I think are cool or are just impressed by or whatever. And I'm like, it, it's, it's, it's a treat for me, too. So I, thank you yeah. again for for sharing that. And again, you know, um, I'm really sorry about, about your loss of your grandfather. Well, you know, I, I appreciate that. And, um, I think it's great to get, you know, uh, deep on these podcasts and, uh, maybe that's the one thing that separates your podcast from a lot of others, man, is because, uh, I've never told that story, um, to anybody except for maybe one or two other people. And, uh, you know, people go on my Facebook or the, my Instagram or whatever, and, you know, they'll see, you know, um, they'll see my life, you know, in the ring, everything mm-hmm. that's in the ring, maybe a backstage picture or something. But, you know, yeah, like you said, getting to like hear these kinds of stories is is cool. It's something that, you know, people don't get to hear a lot of from the guys that they watch in the ring. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, you know, it's, it's really cool, especially, um, I, I interviewed uh, Chris Carter, which he, you know, if, if you're familiar with Texas wrestling, he has taken off. Like, yeah. Seriously. I mean, he, he just had a match with Ace Austin yeah. um, and Nathan Bradley not too long ago. Um, wow. Yeah, dude. He's, he's, I mean, he's fucking just killing it. And I absolutely love this kid. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, um, a fan had, had, had like commented or whatever, like, oh, I go to all the PWF shows and it was cool to kind of, um, you know, here's some personal stories from Chris Carter, you know, the person versus like Chris Carter, the wrestler. Um, and, it was, yeah. you know, they were just like, oh, it's just so nice to like, you know, even though they're going on and they're putting on a show and they're entertaining us, it's nice to know that they are, you know, they, they're just as a big a fan of wrestling as we are, even though they're the ones oh. that were, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yeah, dude, it's cool. Like we, I was like, don't get us wrong. Like, you know, uh, even those wrestlers, like I, I, I mark out too. Like when I see somebody that I've seen like on TV, or, or when I watch those compilation videos, like uh, you know, best super kicks or best moves of like 2020 or whatever, and I see that person at a show, and I'm just like, 
uh hey bud um first of all love you uh second <laughs> of all i'm gonna like you know mark out here for a second I'm sorry, <laughs> but like you're amazing um i met mike bennett a few oh months yeah ago, wow and my god first of all like just what a treat first of all it was, yeah. it was an honor to share a locker room with him yeah um but so <clears throat> I was there supporting my tag team partner because he had a singles match and Mike Bennett was there and, and it was kind of like after show, whatever, we kind of just like, you know, clean up, go in our locker rooms or whatever. Um, I came in my gear because we were taking promo picks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, with our, with our tag belts. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I'm in there just, I'm in there talking to, you know, somebody and I, I pop my fan because, you know, when you clack it, it makes like this really loud sound. So I <laughs> clack and I was like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of like, running a promo, whatever. And Mike Bennett comes on and he's like, first of all, I'm like, like, I'm in, like, he's like, I'm invested. He's like, I fucking love this. And I was just like, <sighs> I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, Mike Bennett, like, oh my God, he just said he loved me. Um, first of all, <laughs> like, you know, I don't want to take you away from Maria and the kids, but I'm just saying I'm available. Sorry, husband. No, I'm just oh. uh, but like, I was like, I was just like, I haven't even wrestled and you love me? Like, what? And he was just like, it's your, he's like, man, your gimmick. It's like, he's like, I fucking love it. Like, you're just, he's like, I don't even know if you can wrestle. He's like, but you're over in my book. And I was like, I was like, I am. Oh my God. Oh, my, my brother just said, I'm over. He likes me. We're getting married. Like, oh my God. Like, wow. You know, so my, my ego, like that whole week, I was just like, brag. I was just like, I, cause we took a picture of stuff and I was just bragging to my, to my, um, my friend. I was like, so guess what? Mike Bennett likes me. Oh, he likes my, he likes my gimmick. He like he believes in sparkles, and uh, my friend was just like, whatever. He's like, picture or didn't happen. I was like, hold one second. <laughs> Bam! Look at it. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, dude. Like it's like when I'm backstage. Sometimes um, I go to this promotion that's that's here in Beaumont uh, called Hurricane Pro. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I, you know, I'm, I'm normally there every show. I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm kind of lucky. I get to go backstage and stuff, kind of hang out with the boys. Yeah. Um, and so I get, I get to meet a lot of people. I, I've met Mike Bennett. I've met um, Heather Monroe. I've met uh, Joey Ryan back when he was wrestling. Um, oh gosh, who else? Uh, oh, mm, oh, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? God, I'm gonna kick myself in the face. Anyway, um, but anyway, like I said, I'm 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 still like sometimes I'm like reminded how much of a fan of wrestling I am when I see other people and I'm like oh my god like yeah like I turn to this, like this five year old kid again I'm like yeah wrestling I love it like you know what I'm saying yeah. it's just it's it's just so much fun to go back and forth between being a wrestler and being that person for somebody else and then reverting back to being the fan like Whoa. it's so it's just such a weird cool feeling we're the biggest fans I would make the argument. Oh yeah, absolutely. because we're the ones that are putting in so much work and effort to make this as good as it can be. I mean, if you're not a if you're not a fan of wrestling, then how are how are you going to travel all those miles? You know, put your body through what you do in the ring, train. How are, I mean, if you don't love it, if you're not a fan of it, uh, you you won't you're you're not going to be in the business because why put in so much work to make it? what it is you know so i think we're the biggest fans out of everybody <laughs> you know what i mean sure. 
and let me tell you something, Mikey. Uh, you do have a good gimmick because obviously Mike Bennett has a seal of approval on you, but I watch it and I'm entertained to the point that I was like, I got to get one of those shirts. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, keep it up, man. I mean, gosh, that's people, people love, people love gimmicks and, and you've got one of those gimmicks. I mean, there, there's not a, there's not a lot of them. So no, no. And, 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 you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to take advantage of, it. I'm like, it's a very, you know, I guess, is, is it, what's the word? Niche, niche, niche. Yeah. Yeah. Niche. So yeah, niche. There you go. Um, yeah, like I said, and, and, my, and my manager slash our ring announcer for Fearless, he's my biggest fan. He's always supporting me. He's always like, all right, Sparkles, like, how are we going to make Sparkles great this week? I was like, uh, we're going to do some promos and we're going to do some vignettes. We're going to, you know, we're just going to, we're going to make some shit happen. Um, but, you know, he's always telling me, he's like, yeah, man, he's like, you know, he's like, Sparkles is one day going to be a household name. I was like, you think so? He's like, oh, no, I don't think so. I know so. And he's always like hyping me up with these like super just like elaborate like stories of the future. He's like, he's like, he's like, just imagine this. There's gonna be a Broadway play about Mikey Sparkles because you're just that good. You're just that damn good. I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay, like a Broadway play. Okay, whatever. I don't know. But he's always like just hyping me up. And he, like anytime I'm feeling a little down or discouraged, he's like, Mikey, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. You know why? You know why? You know why he just. Whatever I was like, because you're just you're just sparkling too much. That's what it is. You sparkle too much. You take the shine away from other people, and they just can't take it. It's just, you know, it's just you. It's whatever, you know. So, uh, but anywho, I'm I'm like no, I I think you know what, I I think that I think that you're you're great, and there's no reason that um, those things couldn't come true someday. Um, You know what I mean? And uh, hey, I'm just. I, I I'm just loving hearing the stories of people supporting you. I'm a big fan of uh, wrestlers supporting other wrestlers. You know what I mean? Because uh, it's like when you watch like these, you know, these uh, music award shows mm-hmm. or whatever, and you see these other musicians in the crowd. You know how they'll like, like at the American Music Awards, they'll like, or the Grammys, they'll show like the performer, and then they'll show like other artists in the crowd reacting to mm-hmm. the person performing and they're always so hyped and they're like cheering for them. And like, um, there's no reason that it shouldn't be like that in, in wrestling in our genre of entertainment. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think, uh, I, I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of guys. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm supportive of everybody because, um, there's no reason that, I mean, this is a team, effort like we talked about earlier right i mean this is we're all trying to make this the best it can be together there's not one guy going out there and wrestling a broom in the right. ring you know what i mean like <laughs> exactly. everybody's got the, the whole show the whole show has to be spot on oh yeah dude yeah right uh, so absolutely like Absolutely. I'm, I'm not one to just like sit and like, I'm like you, you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll cheer, I'll clap, I'll, you know, give my praises, uh, to other guys because, you know, and we all have different gimmicks. Like, like I'm a fan of this person and that person and, th- and they're, you know, different gimmicks than me. Why can't I be a fan of somebody else's gimmick? You know what I mean? Like, um, or character, 
Um, you know what I mean? So, uh, I, I love hearing stories of other guys supporting one another and, uh, you know, there's no reason we all can't, can't make it right. Oh yeah, dude. Like I said, you know, I always believe like, you know, if my homie don't make it, then I, you know, what's the point? Like if we can't make it together, you know what I'm saying? Or like I get to a certain plateau and like, you're still like, you know what I'm saying? Like to me, if I'm winning, I want all, you know, Everybody who believed in me, everybody who was there beside me, still grinding. I'm like, yo, I want us to all come up together. You know that that's that's my thing. I now, you yeah. know, of course, I'm sure there's some people who are a little selfish, or you know, there's always going to be those, you know, those negative Nancys, whatever. But my whole thing about it is, why would I want to make it by myself? That's right. boring. Well, like, yeah. If the whole, I mean, if there's one person on the card, if if you, you know, if you're one of those guys that only only cheers for himself. Um, you know, if you're the only guy that's good on the card in your head, uh, then like, you know, if the whole show suffers, not as many people are going to show up, you know what I mean? Like we're all trying to put on the best show from the time the first bell rings to the last one, the the whole show has to be spot on, you know what I mean? And it's, it's all for the love of our genre of entertainment, you know, which is wrestling. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And that's all it is. And, and um also i love i love when the veterans are backstage and they they give you yes. they give you feedback i love like some some guys some of these newer guys get a little nervous when they're feedback i'm always like as soon as my match is over i'm immediately going to that all right guys yeah go start a line let's hear the feedback how was it hey this was good work on this cool got it thank you what, what about you well i saw it from this angle i saw it from a different perspective i thought it was great maybe a little messed up right here cool but i take everybody's feedback because everybody's got different points where you know what I'm saying? Everybody's per- perception of the match. Yeah, because different. We, yeah, they see it different than you do when you're in there. You know exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I welcome that feedback. First of all, that feedback is what's going to make me better. You know, watching back my wrestling. You know, watching back my tapes or whatever. Um, but yeah, that I love when the veterans are backstage because one, they're not going to sugarcoat shit. They're going to be like, "Look, bro. Okay, look. First of all, you already know what I'm saying. Get your fucking cardio up." I was like, "Yes, sir. I know." All right, cool. Second thing, like. When you come out and you're like exploding, doing all the whole like you know flamboyant gimmick, he's like, I want more of it. Like I needed more. I needed more in your move set. Like, you know, and this is just like giving me you know an example of what I've been told. But yeah. like, yeah, I I love the flamboyant act, but like more of it. Like, really put it into your move set a little bit more. And gotcha. Like, cool. Got it. Work on it. You know what I'm saying? But I I love the feedback. Um, sure. It, even if it's like, I wouldn't say I've never gotten like. There was one time I got like, I don't know. I'll, to, I'm not gonna say negative feedback, but it was like feedback without, like, mm, what's the word? Mm, huh. You ever gotten like feedback, but like it was like without the back part, like you just got the fed part, but you didn't get the back part, like. Like not in depth. Well, no, not in depth, but just like they gave you the feedback, but they didn't give you anything like to like take home to work on. Like they were just like, "Hey, look, this fucking sucked. I'm just gonna lie. I fucking like it. It was tacky as hell. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. You should give up now. You should set yourself on fire." I'm just like, "Oh, oh, we chose violence today. Okay, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay. Golly. Oh yeah, dude. Like." so I got that one time from from a from a vet, and like I was waiting for like the other part. I was like, okay, cool. 
You know, I was looking for like, but you know, this was good or, or, you know, Hey, this is really what you need to work on. I think if you did this, I think it would just be, you know, it would just, you would be better. You, you would just be all around better. Cool. I didn't get that part from, from this particular person. And I was just like, um, okay. So you realize they called me Prince Petty. So I'm like, I'm petty as hell. So like, I'm pretty sure you just like read me to filth real quick. Um, okay. First of all, sir, um, rude, like, you, you know, I'm just, you, you know, and, and of course I was like, you know, I got to respect the veterans. So I was like, I didn't, I didn't say anything to him, but I went in my little corner and I was just like, Hmm, I really want to say something to this guy. But I was like, I can't say something to him because that would be rude and disrespectful. But I was like, he just disrespected me. How do I like handle the situation? So I was like, you know what? It's cool. It's cool. He he gave he told me what he didn't like about me. About whatever. I was like, some people are just gonna, you know what I'm saying? I just but it was somebody from, it was just it came from somebody that I respected, and I think that's kind of like what hurt the most. I was like, mm. I thought you believed in me. Like, yeah. like that hurt a little bit. That hurt. You know, I, I, mind you, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a very sensitive guy. Like, I wear my feelings on my sleeves. So I'm a little there. Um, but yeah, like, it was just, it was fucking crazy, dude. I was just like, this motherfucker really just told me to go set myself on fire. Really? Like. Oh, he uh, literally said that? Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, well, first of all, yeah. Like, he was, you know, just everything, everything I pretty much just told you, that's exactly what he told me. He's like, yeah, I'd. I don't even know why you're wrestling. You should just go set yourself on fire. And I was like, okay. So did you like anything about the match at all? Nah. Throw the whole thing away. I, I think you should just give it up. You're yeah. You're not gonna make it. I was like, okay, okay. Um, thank you. Oh, thank you. You know. And I was just like, you know, I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, it's okay. We'll cry later in the shower. It's fine. We're we're not gonna cry right here in front of all these all these people. Um. So I was Jeez. like, okay. Yeah, dude. Like and. And like, you know, I was just like, I was just kind of taken back because I, I never just gotten that, like, I've never just been told like that straight to my face. I was like, well, and, and, and again, this is somebody that I respected, somebody that I was a fan of. So I was like, I was just like, well, like, fuck, you know, wow. I, and, and at that point I was questioning myself. Cause I was like, well, goddamn, if he, if he doesn't think I'm good, like what? Maybe I'm not that good. Maybe I do need to give it up. You know, I was like, maybe, mm. I don't know. But anyway, I say that to say, like, that was my own traumatic event. But I'm um, sorry you went through that. No, nah, dude, it's cool. And I, like I said, I'm pretty sure there's other guys out there that have gotten it way worse than me. It, you know, this particular thing just kind of stuck out to me. I don't even know why I brought it up. Um, to be honest, I, I'm kind of mm. rambling. But anyway, like I said, it's just, you know, um, I, always, I always just tell people, like, I don't care what level you are at. I think feedback is important because everybody sees it from a different view. Right. Um, I think that was my point that I was making before I traveled off to that traumatic event. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I said, I, I take feedback from everybody, even people who are like, even the train, you know, uh, the trainees that are still training. Cause like I said, they may see something They're They're fans of it. They're, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they have a different view of it. So they may see things like, Oh, Hey man, like, you know, this looked it really great. This spot, not so good. You know what I'm saying? I take feedback from everybody because I'm like, you know, you saw something different. You were over sitting over there, so you saw something different. Um, but like I said, feedback is important because, I mean, it helps us work on what we need to work on. Well, even from, I mean, even from the fans, because 
they're the ones that are watching that you're trying to entertain. Oh yeah. So, I mean, take fans' advice too. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. because they're the ones that you're trying to entertain. Like it's it's you know it's easy to get wrapped up in. You know, when when you're the one that's in there performing, you look at every little detail, but, you know, the crowd doesn't necessarily look at it the same as you do because they've never been in the ring. Exactly. exactly. So I think it's, yeah, you're spot on. I mean, it's good to take advice from everybody. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I, and it's just, you know, especially, you know, these are guys that are coming out to, you know, pay their hard-earned money that they work all week for to come see you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's kind of funny sometimes because I'll, you know, as wrestlers, sometimes we know where we fucked up at, but the fans don't realize that was a fuck up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I and sometimes like, I love that because like there was one time I I was going for a stunner and I slipped on the on the um on the canvas because I I don't know there was like a run in the in the thing or whatever, Ooh. and I slipped and I kicked my opponent you know in in the not so nice area, Ooh. and I was and I did not and I was like oh my god and I was like well shit I can't you know in wrestling that we're always told in training don't stop. Keep fucking going. No matter how bad the fuck it is, don't fucking stop. Just keep going. So I was like, well, shit, I'm already here. So I was like, I just, I kind of, you know, I still hit the stunner. And, you know, I was like, well, fuck. And I was like, we had a whole another like 10 minutes planned. And so I go for a cover and I was like, hey, are you okay? He's like, yeah. He's like, but I'm, we're taking it home after this. He's like, just pin me. I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. And so one, two, three, the match is over. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, that was great. That was great. And then after the match, you know, I'm, I'm kind of talking to the guy. I was like, hey, man, I'm, really fucking sorry i did not mean to kick it he's like oh no it's cool and his little brother was uh you know watching the, the match he's like oh dude that was so cool like the way y'all had it planned out it really looked like you were hurt and like you know his brother was like oh no dude i was hurt i was hurt yeah. for real like shit shit happened <laughs> yeah. but it, it's so funny that us as promoter art promoters us as wrestlers were like oh dude that, you know i was like oh yeah i'm kind of fucked up right there and then like the fans would be like oh that was great like i don't know like it looked like y'all were like doing some weird little spot or whatever, but it was cool. And I was just like, cool. Like, I'm glad you thought it was cool because that was a total fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, again, it's, it's great to get the advice because even though it may have been a fuck up from our end, they saw it as something else. You know what I'm saying? They saw it as like, oh, that's part of the performance. Right. So, Absolutely. but anyway, man, look, we've been on here for like over an hour. I know how you and I get. We can just talk and talk and talk. The and last talk. one was like two and a half, man. Dude, that we was... were we were hitting that three hour mark, bro. It was. Oh my I was, gosh. I was kind of like, bro. I think we need to buy like, you know, like, 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 you know, like a best friend mug or something here. You know what I'm saying? We, like, yes, we we could not go eat afterwards after the show. There forever, dude. Like, We'd be there for three you. hours talking in the restaurant. Dude, I'm telling you, they're like, uh, sirs, can y'all fucking leave? Uh, we're close. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, but uh, yes, no technical difficulties on this episode. I'm, I know. Like, it went through smoothly. I'm so happy. Yeah, Oh, my absolutely. God. Uh, Chandler, first of all, I will always be a fan of yours. I'm so proud of you. Oh, I'm man. so glad you're back in the ring. Thank I you. do hope maybe uh you know maybe maybe we can uh mix it up maybe in the ring you know oh you know? are you calling me out on your own podcast look, that's really no. why you that's really why you brought me on here so look Chandler, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna just be real with you um <laughs> i planned this whole thing just to kind of <laughs> just to kind of bait you in a match against me oh 
Well, yeah. let me tell you something. The country club is strong. Class always prevails. So if you want some, I'm always available. Bam. Bam. I'm ready, dude. Sparkle Absolutely. Ready. Uh, but yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> I will let you know for sure about August. We are we are planning a show for August as well. Um, Absolutely. If, you're, if you are free and you feel like making that drive down on July 30th, you're more than welcome to come see Fearless at the ranch you know what i'm awesome. saying we're you're awesome. more than welcome to come uh but yeah i'll get with you about august maybe we can uh maybe we can book mr chandler That's yeah so well we can book we can book carlton versus mikey sparkles there you go that's yes. what we can book i'm only coming mm. if i get to wrestle mikey sparkles hey you know what i mean <sighs> most people have to subscribe to my only fans to get oh. ass open but that's fine i'll give it to you i'll give it to you for free that's fine I, I'm, I will oblige you, sir. Carlton, oh. if you really want the drip, I will give it to you, sir. I have no problem. My hands are rated E for everybody. So, I mean, you know. Oh, man. I feel like your promos are so... Oh, do you have promos on your Facebook page that you've done in the past? So, I actually have a full library of promos that I have not released out to the world. Oh my um, gosh. I feel like they're just amazing. <laughs> Can you they, please send them to me? I will. You know what? I, I'm going to record a special one calling you out. I will record that one. And I will, <laughs> please, I will personally please send it to you after this podcast. <laughs> please do that. I feel like you're, you're really, I think what Mike Bennett liked about you so much is you're just, you're just like a character. Like you're so good on, on the mic. Like you just made you when you got into character, man. You just made me laugh like three different times. I feel like if you were in full on promo mode, it would be just fantastic. Oh my gosh! So you've never released your promos to people to the world? No. So, so I have a lot of I have a lot of so I'm in a I was in a robbery with uh with somebody in my in at Fearless, and I just done a crap load of promos and stuff, but we had never gotten around to release them because we're gonna give it to this guy to kind of edit it for upcoming shows to kind of like, you know, splice it together. Like, oh, okay, you know, this is why these people are fighting, yada, 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 storyline, storyline. And I did like, maybe like, like 10 of them. And I never, we never did anything with them. They're just sitting there. And I was just like, oh, I was like, well, and my, my manager slash ring announcer was like, you know, dude, you should get on your Mikey Sparkles page and just start slowly, even though they're old, just start like slowly releasing those and just come up with some new ones. Just start calling people out. He's like, that's another way to try to, you know, try to get bookings. Start calling bitches out. Being like, hey, bro, uh, I, I saw you wrestle so-and-so. I'm calling you out. Let's go. You know, Prince Petty, whatever. Oh. Um, so I was like, ah, oh. I was like, man, I don't know. Some of them get kind of, because I get a little carried away and like, I don't have a filter and I curse a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it, it starts off real nice. Like, Oh yeah, you know, Sparkles is coming, like blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what, mother and I'm like, okay, well, I can't like I gotta be a little I it's really hard for me because at Fearless, we're not even though we have kids in the audience, we're we're really not like you know, we 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 kind of get out there. Like we we you know, we say some words. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm not I wanna like it's hard for me to like to, to do a promo and when I really start getting into it, I like I need to go to like five words because that's just that's just how I talk. Um but like I'm like, man, I can't I'm like, why does like it gets to the point where it's fine. I don't say a single cuss word. I'm you know, I may say like ass or whatever. And then like next thing I know, I'm just like 
you know, throwing F-bombs. I'm like, damn it, I don't think I can release this. Like, wow. I don't know. You, you know, I don't want someone that supports me and brings their kids to my... Like, mommy, Michael Spark was telling me to, you know, fuck you. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> Uh, I did. I did not say. I actually no. I did. Ma'am, I'm so sorry. I, oh. I didn't say that. You know, like I don't know. Um, there was the one world promo, needs to. Oh, go ahead. There was one promo where I, <laughs> I was uh I was uh gonna do an inter, uh, intergender match with our women's our women's champion, and I remember calling her. Uh, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. You. <laughs> I won't say it on the podcast because even though we curse on here, I, it's just a little bit of a bad word. Uh. But you know, I said something, you know, blank muffin, whatever. Um, you know, just just whatever. I said that, and like I, I I showed my friend, and he was like, "Bro, you're gonna release this as a promo into the world?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "What do you think?" He's like, "I don't think you can say that." He's like, "You can't do that." He's like, "You will." I mean, it's funny, but like, um, people need to know the context. And I don't think there's enough, like, it's just, it's just too much. You can't release that. What if some kid sees this? It's like, hey, mom, I, you know, comes to your wrestling event, holding up a sign, says, you know, blank muffin, Mikey Sparkle said it. And I'm like, I, I think that would be hilarious. Like, I don't know. Well, you're going to have to, you're going to have to, to just censor, just, just use a censor and bleep out the cuss words in your promos. My God, that would be half the fucking promo, dude. Like, and oh, really? That bad? <laughs> No, it's not that bad. I can I can kind of control myself, but like, I don't know, man. To me, it's just like, you know, the the combination of words that I can put together, it's just because I used to do stand up comedy, and I think that's where it, it's it's hard for me to come back from that because when I do stand up comedy, like I'm just like, you know, you, you know, I'm doing stand up for adults, so I'm just throwing out all kind of combination uh, of words. Hold hold on, hold on, hold on. You used to do stand up comedy for real. I did, yeah. Back when I lived in California, sir. How long did you do that for? Ooh, let's see. I started doing it after my divorce, so I did it for maybe like two and a half, almost three years. Really? And so you just, was it just like wrestling? You just went to the comedy clubs and like performed and... I was really depressed and drinking a lot. And this, my favorite bar was right down the street from my house. I would always get an Uber there um, because I don't believe in drinking and driving. Kids don't do that that yeah. um but i would always you know either get a ride home from a friend or you know just uber take a taxi whatever <clears throat> and they like two two or three nights out of the week they would do open mic night you can either come sing a song or you can do stand-up comedy or just whatever you want to do yeah um so i was just like you know i'd get up there just you know in my depression and my woes and i would just start cracking jokes and people were just like oh my god like he's so funny because i feel like most comics come you know they're it's, mm, I won't say most comments, but I feel like if you can't laugh at yourself, then, you know, you can't, you know, whatever. Like, comedy is very subjective, and, you know, you kind of have to have, like, a like a hard, like, exterior to kind of deal with it, because, you know, comedy can be kind of brutal, you know, whatever. Um, and, and fans and heckling and all that stuff, like, fans can kind of really get in there and, you know, make you feel just shitty. So I started doing comedy, just just whatever, and it just kind of took off. And the next thing I know, they're like, "Hey, can you come back tomorrow?" I was like, "Yeah, sure. Whatever. I'm not doing anything. I'm divorced. Whatever." Um, and then it just kind of just became a thing, and I just started doing it. And I was like, "Okay, cool. This is. I guess I'm doing stand up now." So yeah, but it was. I do actually. I have a few videos. Um, I will actually send you some after yes, this podcast. Yes, please. Um, it's pretty. <laughs> I look like a totally different. I had dreads back then. I have really long dreads back then. Really? 
Yes, sir. Yeah, they were really yeah, I had really, really long dreads back then. Nice. Um, but yeah, I will yeah, we will we will link up after this podcast. Um, this is the longest goodbye ever, first off. <laughs> this is the longest podcast ever? No, I said this is the longest goodbye ever. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, man, we just keep going on and on. But I just asked you about the stand-up because like like I'm I'm a big fan of stand-up comedy. Like I love you know, Netflix has the best stand-up comedy. Like I love oh, yeah. Dave Chappelle is my absolute favorite. Oh yes, um, amazing. I uh, I like Bill Burr. Um, I like uh, uh, Kevin Hart. Um, I like honestly. I feel like I can get into any stand up comedy, you know, because it's like, you know, everybody's got a different style. Everybody's got a different sense of humor. Um, and yeah, uh, oh, Cedric the Entertainer, love Cedric oh, the dude. Entertainer. Oh yeah, dude. He's so um, funny, dude. <laughs> I I grew up with like you know, of course, watching uh, Eddie Murphy, uh, Richard Pryor. Yeah. Um, you know the the you know the greats. Um, <clears throat> but I do like um, Gabriel Iglesias is funny to me. I love Gabriel Iglesias. I love um, oh god, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, <sighs> um, George Lopez. George Lopez is good. Um, he's the guy that does it, does it with the puppets. Oh, Jeff Dunham. Yeah, Jeff Dunham. I fucking love him. Uh, Margaret, Margaret Cho is good. Um, there just, there's, first of all, there's just too many to name, but yeah, I fucking love comedy. Comedy was like, comedy's always been like a thing for me. Like, cause I, I love making people laugh. I love just storytelling, making people laugh and just, just having a good time. And like, that's why you're so good on the mic and promo. maybe. Maybe, maybe it, it could be. It could be. Maybe we'll see. You um, need to release these promos, man. I'm telling you. I, you know what? I, you're like the fifth person to tell me that. I, I, I think, I think I'm gonna make like a little collage and just, and just release it. Just release the I, world. And let it be. I can't. I can't wait for my personalized promo. I'm like excited about it. Oh, dude, it's gonna be so good. Oh, oh my gosh. Dude, Carlton is gonna be in for a fucking treat. Like. Oh my gosh. My gosh. Like. <laughs> it's I don't know, like 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 Carlton may just like he decided to like just get roasted that he may just like drive like all the way here just to just to have this match. Like he'd be like, just, you know what? Fuck that. We're we're doing this match right now. Like no bam. disqualification. No disqualification. I have a bedazzled kendo stick. Oh my gosh. Yes, sir. Yes, that sir. sounds painful. Oh dude, it's it's like <laughs> the best and worst feeling ever because like when you hit somebody with it like the fucking jewels pop off like oh oh it's amazing it's amazing so you've hit somebody with this kendo stick i've hit one person with it so far and i'm like i'm because it's it's because i'm i'm thinking about using it when i turn heel so yeah yeah, better. You know what? I'm I'm actually gonna. So I'm gonna end this podcast. I'm gonna call you after the fact because I don't want to. Because I don't want to like spoil anything uh, oh, okay. to the fans because they can't they can't know the they can know like some of the secrets behind behind the scenes. But I don't want to give them like too much going on. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna call you after this podcast. But anyway, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being for. Ooh, look, I'm I'm so excited. I can't even like get my outro done. Uh, thank you. <laughs> for joining me for another episode of my gbf again my guest was mr chandler easily thank you everybody aka carlton (laughs) (laughs) um again please go support him um at swe 
Uh, SWE Fury, right? SWE Fury. You can watch it Saturday nights at 10 on the CW. If y'all want to go to uh, my Facebook page, you just type in Carlton Easley, and there's all sorts of pictures and whatnot of me and uh, promo pictures, information, whatever. And one last time for all of you guys who want focus in the gym and a good pre-workout, EAPsport.com. Use the code EAP. 20 20 percent off and free shipping all your favorite wrestlers are taking them even mikey said so yep yes, you know sir. what i mean so hey it's the truth god loves it the truth. uh but yeah y'all look i mean what else can i for y'all not only did y'all get some soul some some yes. rich like i feel like i feel like we just blessed i feel like we had church up in here like oh my gosh absolutely like my god like we had a great great advice you guys are saving some money on the website yeah free uh, shipping i mean uh, and free shipping girl look i'm gonna be honest i'm cheap <laughs> as hell and like anytime there's a word f-r-e-e i'm like i don't care <laughs> what it is i fucking want it <laughs> oh my gosh that's right man well hey i'm just doing doing what i can for the people you know what i mean hey that's hey you're out here doing the lord's work we appreciate you that's right uh, but yeah, guys. This again. This has been Mikey Sparkle or my Jesus Christ, my GBF with Mikey Sparkle. Look, y'all, y'all know what it is. Y'all, y'all. If y'all have not subscribed to me yet, they y'all tune know what in. The fuck it is. Yeah, tune in. Y'all know what this is. I give you nothing but the truth, the goods, the gold. Like you know, what I'm That's saying. Right. Like I bless you with these words. Um, but yeah, you guys take advantage of that free shipping. Take advantage of everything. Take That's advantage right. of just like. Your your ears deserve this 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 word this gold drip of advice that we gave you. And go get a Mikey Sparkle shirt because I'm getting one. Yes, please let me know what your size are. Like like just reach out to me. Y'all know go to my Mikey Sparkles Facebook or yeah Facebook page, Instagram, whatever. Just leave me your email, your size that you need. And if you want a fan, I will work on the fans. Y'all look, they're a little expensive. Okay, but if y'all really want them, I will I will get them for y'all. I promise. But anyway, so you guys can catch me July 30th uh, in Hampshire, Texas. Um, nice. Me and my partner will be back in the ring because <clears throat> we are your longest reigning Fearless Pro Tag Team Champions of the World. We will be defending those belts, guys. I'm letting you guys know this first. I don't even think it's been released yet on the flyer or the poster. We are going to be in a gauntlet match against, I'm pretty sure, uh, like, four or five of the tag teams, y'all. Like, seriously? Nice. Like, they, you know, we're fighting champions, so we're not scared. The House That's of Sparkles right. is ready. We're ready to defend these belts. We're fighting champions. And, you know, we were just like, y'all, we're just that damn good. We could take on not just one, not two, not three, not four, but five of the tag teams. Like, I mean, wow. they don't want, yeah, dude, they don't want the smoke. They don't want the smoke. Wow. Well, yeah. hey, guys, I just followed Mikey Sparkles on Instagram, and I yeah. also followed Fearless Sport yes. Pro Wrestling. There you go. Got a lot of followers on here, man. Yeah, dude, you know, we're, hey, man, we're trying, we're trying to, we're trying to get our, our followers up. We're trying to get our game up. We're just trying to be the best indie promotion, you know, that, that Texas has to offer. Um, so yeah, guys, come out, support. Like I said, July 30th, we'll be in Hampshire for net. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, and, and, and did I mentioned guys, it's going to be on the ranch 
on Ooh. a fucking ranch. There's going to be beer. Yeah, right? Pinky's up, bitch. Uh, <laughs> like, there's going to be heifers there. There's going to be barbecue. <laughs> there's going to be uh, beer. You know? Like, and- you know? please, please sign the petition for Mikey Sparkles to release these promos because I feel like they're unbelievable. Oh my god, guys! Look, <laughs> you know what? You know what? That, you know, actually, guys, you know what? Even better, y'all just gave me a great idea. I'm going to put this on my OnlyFans page. Y'all gotta pay the y'all gotta pay the CDs. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll come up with the link. I'll I'll, I'll come. You know, I'll even give a discount. If you're a first time ever on my OnlyFans page, I'll give you like a something. I'll give you like a little sneak peek or something. How about that? So these are pay-per-view promos. Yeah, I'll do. They're, I mean, look, honestly, I feel like if Jericho heard these, he would try to steal them from me. Really? That's how confident I am in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can't wait to hear it. Yes, sir. Stay I can't good. wait for my own personalized one. I think that's fantastic. Oh, yeah, I'm dude. I'm really good. looking forward to that. Oh, what's happening? Give me like 30 minutes. I will send it to you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Again, Chandler, thank you so much. We could, we're, I swear to God, we're like those two old drunk girls at Bennigan's, like who have like had the happy hour. Like, all right, I'm leaving. But wait, let me tell you this story. Okay, cool. I'll stay another hour. Hey, we're just, we're just, we're just, we're both. Hey, man, we're both people, people, right? We both love uh, just talking and forming relationships because that's why we're here. You know what I mean? We're, we're on earth to love each other and to be kind and um, form, you know, friendships and relationships with uh, as many people as we can, you know? Yep, that's that's all it is, y'all. Stay positive, yep. keep the peace. Again, right. Chandler, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, guys. You guys, another another great addition to my GBF with Mike Sparkles. Um, this episode should be released hopefully in a few days or so. Nice. Um, but yeah, stay tuned, guys. Thank you guys so much. And, yeah, goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.